0: When you are tired, the only thing that you can do right is rest. 5806 Success Forces, Part 15, The Success Force Rest. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. (laughs) One man who was a woodchopper had challenged another man to a contest. He said, I want to see which one of us can chop the most wood in a day. So they both began chopping and they began piling up wood and they would take a break here and take a break there. And the one man, he didn't take as many breaks as the other man. Yet when he got to the end of the day, he saw that the other man's pile of wood was much bigger than his. And he said, he said, I don't get it. He said, every time I checked, you were taking a rest while I was chopping. And I did more chopping than you did yet, but your pile is bigger than mine. And the other man who won the contest, he said, but you didn't notice that I was sharpening my axe while I was taking my rest. Genesis chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all of the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. We're on a series called Success Forces. There are forces in life that contribute to your success just as there are forces in life that contribute to your failure. Success forces, the success force of rest. Now, the American society constantly lauds and proclaims and builds up the ethic of hard work, and it is absolutely necessary. But too often we're overworked, we're tired, and we don't produce what we could produce simply because we violate this one success force of rest. Rick Ezell writes, in the Challenger space shuttle disaster, and all of us remember when the Challenger shuttle went up and it blew up and split into these three spirals, and all of those people died. He says, in the Challenger space shuttle disaster, key NASA officials made the ill-fated decision to go ahead with the launch after working 24 hours straight and getting only two hours of sleep the night before. Their error in judgment cost the lives of seven astronauts and nearly killed the U.S. space program. When we ignore our need for rest and renewal, we do so at the peril of others and ourselves. Gordon Dowell wrote, most middle-class Americans tend to worship their work, to work at their play, and to play at their worship. And we've got to learn that rest is an important part of life. The Sabbath day is the fourth commandment, and I've actually preached about two or three sermons in the past just on this subject. But James and I, we attend a CEO meeting, and we were at a retreat this past week. And one of the things that the speaker, the presenter brought out, he said, you have to be reminded of stuff on a regular basis. You just can't preach a sermon and it hold you 20 years. You have to be reminded on a regular basis. And there's so much hustle and bustle in this world that too often we get caught up and we just don't take time to slow down and rest and this is one of the things that I try to explain to people if God himself all-knowing all-powerful if God himself had to rest what about you You're definitely not as indestructible as God. You don't have as much power as God. God himself had to rest. So if God has to rest, what about you? And it is so difficult to get people to understand the benefit of just taking a day off every week. Because I will hear it and say, I can't afford to stop. I need to constantly work. If I stop, I'm going to lose money. I'm going to tell you, people, if you don't stop, you're going to lose money. We run two manufacturing plants, and there's something about if you don't let machines stop and do what's called preventive maintenance, the machines break down. You have to do preventive maintenance. You have to do rest on these machines. Ringo was out he just came back from a long cruise and Ringo and I we work out together three times a week and there's one thing about even working out your muscles you have to let the muscles rest. You can't even work out the same muscles every day. If you work them out every day the muscles will start tearing up and they'll start breaking down. You've got to give muscles time to recoup and to build in the process but it's so many of us and you're working seven days a week without taking a break. There's one group in this country who lives longer documented than anyone else. And that group is the seven-day Adventists. They live an average of five years longer than anyone else. Now, some of the people will say, yeah, but that's because they eat different. They're vegetarian. No, it's not. Because vegetarians, and they've done all of the studies, vegetarians don't live a tap longer than anybody else. And you can go check the study. They don't live a tap longer than anyone else. So the difference is not that they eat different. The one thing they do different is they're very strict about taking one day a week off. See, God didn't give you something to do just to to do it. Jesus said, man was not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man. So when God gives you something to do, it's for your benefit And we're working round the clock. And this thing is tearing down our bodies. It's tearing down our minds. And it's making us where we are less productive and you got less money. And see, I didn't understand this principle because I didn't start doing this until several years ago. But I recognized the spiritual and practical truth. But I said, I'm going to have a problem taking Saturday off and resting because at the time all of our children were young and they had games on Saturdays. I remember my son Christian when he was running track and we'd go out and watching him in the track 100 degrees out there and he only ran one or two races but you had to be out at the track by five hours waiting on him to run. So by the time you got through with them five hours by the time you left out at the track you could barely walk yourself. So I said Lord I said I, Look, Saturday is just not a good day for this rest. I could not work, but I just can't rest on Saturday because I got the kids and I made 95% of all of their games and events, so I need to be there. I just can't rest with all that. So, what am I going to do? And I heard God speak, Whatever you do, make it a system. So, I went through my week and I decided on the day of Wednesday. So, Wednesday becomes my day of rest. And when I began doing that, several things happened. First of all, my money increased. See, many of you are like me. You don't make your money with your muscles. You make your money with your mind. And when you make your money with your mind and your mind is tired, you don't make as much money. Because you make money from ideas and energy and insight. And when that is weakened and all fuzzy, you can't think clearly. And as a result, your money goes down. So especially if you make your money with your mind and your mind is tired, your money is going to go down. So the first thing I noticed, my income went up. When I took a day off a week, my money increased. And that's the part folk cannot logically grasp. And they say, well, if I take this time off, I'm not going to make as much money. See, that is a lie of the devil. And it is a trick of the enemy. You don't understand when God puts a system in place, it's always for your benefit. The second thing I noticed is it come Tuesday evening, and it took about two months for me to really get into the habit of this thing, because I am what's called a type A alpha male. I'm a driving, hardworking man, and for me to slow down and stop was just hard. It was just against my nature and my upbringing. For me to just stop and do nothing was just hard. And it took three or four weeks before I could even just calm down on Wednesday. I'd be laying, I just need to go to work. It was hard. For me to make the adjustment. But once I made the adjustment, come Tuesday evening, and I always would take off on Tuesday evening, go somewhere and just rest. And I'd come back early Thursday morning. Come Tuesday evening, I would start getting sleepy. And then I understood. That's why I've had so many of these aha moments when I said, that's why God said that. See, we don't understand. That's why he said work six days and rest one. They're called circadian rhythm. They're rhythms of the day and night and the sun, but they're weekly rhythms that come into play also. When you work six days and take off one, your body gets in the rhythm and it starts expecting your day of rest. So I noticed my money went up and my body began to expect the day of rest. It changes what you get in life and see it's the fourth commandment it's not nine commandments it's ten but somehow that when we just somehow wipe off the books it's for your benefit a day of rest is not for God it's for you and that's what we have to get into our head it's for you God get his rest you need your rest and you're tired and you're beat and worn out because you violate the very principle farmers know this They know that to yield a greater crop, they plant the field six years and let it rest the seventh year. Farmers know dirt needs rest. So if dirt needs rest, what about your rest? It's a success force, the success force of rest. Every now and then, go away. Have a little relaxation for when you come back to your work, your judgment will be surer since to remain constantly at work will cause you to lose power of judgment go some distance away because then the work appears smaller and more of it can be taken in at a glance and lack of harmony or proportion is more readily seen these are the words of leonardo da vinci one of the greatest inventors and thinkers of all times he understood i gotta stop every now and then. yeah i'm smarter than all these folks around here but I got sense enough to know I need to rest. And when I rest, my mind becomes sharper. Those are the words of Leonardo da Vinci. These are the words of God. Six days shalt thy labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no work, not thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant. Man. You all know the rest of the verse. God basically said, don't you do any work nor anybody within your employment. That's why even in our company, and I tell the folk, at sundown on Friday, you don't have to stop working, but you're not going to work here. And even if you go to our website and try to buy product on Saturday, the website shopping cart is closed. You can't even buy off the web Yet sales are at an all-time high when everybody else is down see none of this stuff is accidental so there's some keys to some things that if you learn that your money your joy your health all that stuff increases but just follow some basic stuff of God and it may be nobody else doing it that doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether anyone else is doing it. What matters is if, if this is the correct thing to do. So the first thing you have to understand is, is this the correct thing to do? And you will find that both by science and by spirit, it's the right thing to do. You've got to just rest. And we are just a tired society because we haven't rested. In both of my cars right now, the service engine light is on. Both of them. And it has been on there for about a couple of weeks. You ever had the service engine light come on there? I know it needs an oil change. That's what it's coming on for. Both of my service engine lights, and I have not stopped to get the oil change. Now, a couple of weeks, even another month, is really not going to bother the car. But what happens if I just keep driving and the service engine light is on? What happens? It ends up that a $20, $30, $40, or $50 oil change now becomes a $5,000 motor that now burns up and leaves you standing on the side of the road, all because you ignored the service engine light. Your body has some service engine lights. Let me give you ten signs that will tell you you need some rest. Number one, you just tired. <laughs> See, that's the first sign. You wake up in the morning and you go over and you hit the snooze button because you don't want to get up, you don't feel like getting up. You're just tired. You're just tired. So that's the first sign that your body lacks rest because you are tired. And yet we are tired and we keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over, thinking we're going to get some different results. Have you gone into a store lately and now if you go into a gas station or a convenience store and look in the cooler, do you know now what drinks are now almost dominating Energy drinks. Why do you think they don't have energy? They tired. And you can't steal energy from caffeine. That's all the energy drinks are. I told you when I drunk that little five-hour energy drink and thing had me there's all messed up. You cannot steal energy from caffeine. Caffeine is an alkaloid drug. And sooner or later you're gonna pay the price for trying to get energy out of a can when you ought to just get some sleep. But you notice in the stores, Red Bull and monster. It's just telling you something. It's a monster. <laughs> and see, the monster can, the name of the thing is monster, and it has a big claw. Where it, That's what's on the can. And a lot of times, we don't have sense enough what this is trying to tell you. It's telling you it's a monster. It's telling you it's going to tell you to pieces. And we can't even read the sign of the times. It's telling you, go get some rest. Don't put a monster in your body. It's going to tear you up from the inside. It's telling you this stuff. So number one is this. You're just tired. When you get up in the morning, you have no energy. You got to lay there for 20 minutes trying to get out of the bed. And you crawl out of the bed. And then you got to try to get them, splash them cold. You're just tired. My daddy used to say, when you are tired, the only thing that you can do right is rest. It's what God has told you from the beginning. Number two, you're sick a lot. You catch colds easy because your immune system has been reduced. And as a result, you're sick a lot because you're just tired. And when you're tired, all of the body functions start to decrease. And nothing is going to work at its optimal because you are just tired. Number three, you're moody, you're just irritable. You get upset about all kinds of stuff, you're just tired. When you're tired, it's hard to be just pleasant when you're just tired. You're tired. So when you're moody, that's another one of the signs. Number four, you have difficulty sleeping. So when you are tired and when you are drained, there's something about it that when you continue that pattern, you just have difficulty sleeping. You're up all times at the night. You don't have a regular schedule of getting into bed. And as a result, now your sleep patterns are all off and you can't even sleep. It's a compounding catch-22. You need some sleep, but you can't sleep. So all of these symptoms are the symptoms of a whole nation that literally is walking in exhaustion. Number five, your urine is dark. So what they got here, it has stuff to do with dehydration. You're generally not getting enough water and it goes right hand in hand with physical exhaustion. Your urine generally is dark. Number six, you get injured easily and you heal slowly. This is all due to the fact that you are not sufficiently rested. Number seven, you're stiff. When you're tired, the body loses flexibility. So if you have trouble just trying to reach over and touch your toes like this, and you get to about to your knees, more likely, you are not getting enough rest. So if you get to your knees, then that shouldn't be. You should be able to be in your 60s, your 70s, and your 80s. You still ought to be able to put your pen flat on the floor. You ought to be flexible. So all of this stuff, when you are tired, it messes up your whole body core. So when you're stiff, your resting heart rate is high. And generally with your resting heart rate is high, that's number eight, number nine, your blood pressure is high. So when your resting heart rate is high, when your blood pressure is high, both of these are symptoms of simply not getting enough rest. And number 10, look into your eyes. Just look into your eyes. Look into the eyes of the person sitting next to you. And you can tell when somebody's tired. When their eyes look like a tomato and a glass of buttermilk. <laughs> You can just look at them and their eyes just look tired. You can just look at them. The eyes are the windows of the soul, but they're also the windows of the bloodstream and they're the energy conduits of the body. You can just look at some folk and just look in their eyes. They just look tired. They're just tired. And when you are tired, the only thing that you can do right is rest. So what did Jesus have to say about Rest. After finding out about the death of John, Matthew 14:13. as soon as Jesus heard the news, he went off by himself on a boat to a remote area to be alone. After he fed the 5,000 with the loaves of fish, Matthew 14:22. immediately after this, Jesus made his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. Afterward, he went up to the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. In Matthew 11:28, 28, Jesus says this. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. People were tired in the old days, and they're tired now. Come unto me, and I will give you rest. But one of the things about Jesus, you know, even when he had been crucified, they didn't do anything until after the Sabbath was over. See, a lot of folk missed that. Jesus advocated resting. He advocated keeping the Sabbath. You need to have one day because if you don't make the thing a system, you'll get off of it real quick. You need to choose a day. Ideally, the day should be the Sabbath, but for whatever reason, that doesn't work. You choose one day, but you make that day inviolate and you make that day where that day you do no work and you rest. It changes your world. It's a success force and it is a principle that will sharpen your mind and it will sharpen your body. And it will make you rise to another level. Now see there are three kinds of folk. One kind won't honor the six days shalt thy labor. They won't work. Some folk, you can't get them to hit a lick of a the snake. They just won't work. So you got one kind that will not honor the six days shalt thy labor. And the Bible does say, if a man shall not work, he shall not eat. So you got a lot of folk just eating and they won't work. And then you have another who work the six days and the seven days. They will work, but they will not rest. You need to be part of that third group. The third group are those who follow what God says. You work your six days and then you rest your one day a week. And you need to keep it in that cycle because the body gets used to it. Don't just say, well, I'm going to rest when I can. No, you won't do it. You don't rest when you can. You do what you prioritize. You know, we have a tendency to do whatever we really want to do. So when you make it up in your mind, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to rest. I am going to preserve my mind, my body, and my spirit. I want to live a long time. I want to live healthy. I want the blessings of God over my life. And this thing is not so much about spirit. This is just a natural principle. Do you know if you take a nap every day, you will reduce your probability of a heart attack by one-third? Just a nap every day. But if you don't make it a system, you'll get off of it and you won't do it. So you need to choose your day. And that's not a day that you do housework on. That's not a day that you wash your car and all that. No, you rest on that day. You do no work. The Bible would not even let the Jewish people kindle a fire on that day. He had all these strict rules because he knew man would do everything in the world to get around what he told him to do. So he enumerated what you could not do. Just don't work. And your stuff is going to get done. Your work will get done. I hear it from men. I hear it from women. I just need to work, Pastor. No, you don't. You need to rest. Because let me tell you something. If you get sick, you're going to rest. If you're laying up in the hospital, you're going to rest. If you're dead, you're going to (laughs) rest. So you will rest then. So isn't it a lot better for you to rest and you can enjoy your rest day? Now, see, on my rest day, I do whatever I want to. I go to the movie. I may go to the park. I do whatever I want to do. And sometimes people ask me, what you got on your rest day schedule? Nothing. I do what I want to do. Don't call me on my rest day. I do what I want to do. I rest and I rest my mind. What time you get up on your rest day? Whenever I want to get up. I get up when I wake up and then I lay there for a while after I wake up. Whatever I want to do. And it gives you a freedom And you're not bound by all of this stuff of the world that imprisons so many of us. Just to have one day a week this year is yours. If you want to go shopping, that's fine. But don't clean up. Just don't work. Shopping is not work. Well, it is if you're going along with somebody you don't want to be there. I'll admit that. (laughs) But as a general principle, it's not work. So whatever is not work that doesn't stress and strain you That's what you do on your rest day. But it's a success force that few people understand. Taking that rest takes you higher in every single area of your life. Come unto me, all ye who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's the words of Jesus because he knew people were tired then as they are tired now. Get some sleep. Take some time off. Take your rest and live longer, fuller, and with more vitality. You can go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to the entire series called Success Forces, absolutely free of charge. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part 15 of the series titled, Success Forces, subtitled, The Success Force of Rest, by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 5806. That's 5806. To listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 5806 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry go to I that's I listen to brothers of com often because brother you need the word I'm